Would you like to live in the space of infinite possibilities? Is now the time to access your magic? Welcome to Living in the Magic of Possibilities with Glenice Hughes. Join us for the next hour as we bring you the tools, techniques, and tips for you to change the impossible in your life to the possible. Now, here's your host, Glenice Hughes. Hello and welcome to Living in the Magic of Possibilities with myself, Glenice Hughes. I am so grateful you are listening in. Thank you so, so much. So this week's show is actually inspired based on us uh, acreage hunting right now. And of course, some of the very, very new stuff from Access Consciousness, which is what these radio shows, tools and processes are from. And uh, so it is called... Can you really have it all? (laughs) And what occurred was we went and looked at the very first acreage. So for any of you who don't know, Hubby and I are looking at moving closer to the the city, uh, as we call it, which is Edmonton, Alberta. We live about two and a half to three hours from there now. And for, you know, I have to say it's probably just because it's time. Like, I can tell you the stories behind us choosing it, but I realized the other day those are all becauses, and becauses aren't actually true. They're just stories we tell ourselves. So I would have said to you, we're going to move closer to the city city because it's close to the airport, because driving three hours after we get home from, you know, sometimes a 20-hour flight or a 20-hour travel day, it's... I'm really over it, to be honest. Uh, So that would have been a because. Another because would be hubby has three adult kids who also have kids of their own. So his grandkids and kids live in Edmonton. And he often, when we're home, will go up there, you know, once or twice a week just to see them and hang out with them and, and be with them. So being closer would be really cool. Uh, Also, the geocaching stuff that Hubby loves to do. There's a much bigger community in Edmonton because it's a much bigger community than our small town here. So I had all of these becauses, and yet, really, it's just because we would like to. We're just aware that there's something there that will contribute to us and our bodies and this business and so many things. So I I just realized that the other day that I was doing a lot of becauses and I was jokingly saying, and I've said it to a few people, you know, we're going to move closer. So we're closer to the airport. And then I bet we won't travel as much. And I wonder how much I know. And, and really like, it's just so interesting because we do that. We, we make a choice and then we add stories to it or yeah, we, we think we have to have stories. We have to have reasons and justifications for choosing which will actually create more for us instead of just saying, hey, actually, it just feels really yummy to move. And I also know that saying that to some people in my life, it just wouldn't work. They do require becauses. So I can give them becauses, but I also can stop buying the lie that that's why we're looking at moving. So that was kind of one piece of this. And then how this show was inspired was from the very first place we went and looked at, which was absolutely beautiful. Like it's, um, I would say, very, very high end, very, uh, just very, very beautiful. There's this huge fire uh, place on the deck outside. There's, it's just gorgeous in so many ways, absolutely gorgeous. And for what hubby and I require, 
there's actually so many things that don't work for us. And it took me a while to get there because it really was this place of, I'm going to say like an either or universe, like, like this is the best we can get. This, this, this is good. This is close to what we'd like. So then I started trying to make it fit. So hubby and I would talk about, okay, well, yeah, the office, you know, so what this house has is just a really beautiful main floor, none of which would work for my office space. And, and a very beautiful uh, walkout basement also, again, none of which would work for my office space. And then there's an upstairs, which is two bedrooms and a dressing room and uh, two bathrooms. And then there's a loft. And so the loft area was kind of the only place I would say that would work for my office. And it's huge. And, and so in there, in the loft, there's a separate room, which actually has the laundry room. And that actually wouldn't work for my office. Like, you know, all of a sudden we have to plan when we can do laundry. Because let's say I'm, I'm recording a radio show or I've got clients on the phone or whatever it may be. So that doesn't actually work for me to have the laundry room right there. That would also be a real inconvenience for hubby who's, you know, managing all the house stuff who has to, again, plan when he can do laundry. So, you know, first off, the conversation starts with, well... Okay, so then we could move the laundry there. Oh, wait, that wouldn't work. Okay, well, we could move. Oh, wait, that wouldn't work. So we're trying to, and, and I would say more probably me than him, but trying to make it work, going, this is, this is the best I can get. This is the best I can create. So that's it, which is an either or universe. You know, I can either have an office space I love, which is, you know, we have here on the acreage. Although, you know what, that's probably not so true. It's one that I've had for 13 years. So I don't know that I love it, but it's what I've used for so long. I'd never even really questioned it. It's quite small for what I'd like. If, if anything, I would actually take, I've got like, I use a bedroom for my uh, office where I do this sort of stuff and, and computers and all of that. And then the next bedroom right beside it is where I used to do when I would do sessions uh, in person, which was a long time ago now, uh, what we called the Reiki room, because that's what I started doing in my business was Reiki. And ultimately we would have taken that, the wall down in between so that it was just a nice, big, spacious um room. But anyway, so so trying to make that the place in that house fit and really going, well, it's either this or this. You can live in the country in in privacy, which is a very um, important thing for both Hubby and I, or you can have an office that you love. Like so much attempts to settle for what isn't what I'd like. And I don't mean this went on for 10 minutes. I mean, this went on for days. Like we, we had a lot of conversations around how we could make this house work. And, and it took me a while to really get a sense of, wow, I'm actually trying to make something work that doesn't instead of asking for what I truly desire. Yeah. So everywhere that you haven't been willing to ask for what you truly desire and receive it, will you destroy and uncreate it all? right, wrong, good, bad, all nine, podpock, shorts, boys, and beyonds. And so this really is from, 
information from the new stuff within Access that that came up uh, in the new Foundation rewrite, it's something that's called the dichotomous universe, which is based on good and bad and right and wrong and light and dark. Like the, the there's two really um, opposite things, like the basis of all polarity, and that they you basically you can't have it all that's really the energy that i get from a dichotomous universe because it's like okay there's there's good or bad so there's a good office space or there's a bad office space there's there's nothing in between there's no other possibilities and and that there's opposite like even you know they talk in the new manual about you know women and men we often refer to them as opposite sex now are we opposite like you know as a female am i opposite to a man or am I different? And even with that, like, women are different within women, too. Like, there's, there's so much separation that we do with a dichotomous universe. Yeah, to everything that is, we destroy and uncreate it all. Right, wrong, good, bad, online, putt, puck, shorts, boys, and beyonds. Yeah, and, and how many of us have created an extreme dichotomous reality that doesn't allow us to have a future reality. Everything that is, we destroy and uncreate at all times a godzillion. Right, wrong, good, bad, online, putt, puck, shorts, boys, and beyonds. All of the extreme dichotomy realities you have created that keep you from having a future reality. We destroy and uncreate it all. Right, wrong, good, bad, online, putt, puck, shorts, boys, and beyonds. And so then it's looking at, like, what do I desire? And the one cool thing with with looking at houses now or acreages now is when we were looking in 2004 we looked for about six months because we knew we wanted the privacy we knew that was important that it's always been important to us and I did the same thing we would look at one and then I would try to make it fit and I remember that. I remember that so clearly. And I was so grateful for Hubby's willingness to say, but what about this? And do you really want that? And, you know, you can see the neighbors right there. Do you really want that? So kind of back and forth with that. And, and really, like, I may not have agreed with him in the moment, but I, I was willing to kind of be like, okay. And then it wasn't until May of 20, 2004, we started looking in January, May of 2004, and it was back in my metaphysical days, so I actually wrote a list of everything that I desired in an acreage, and everything Hubby and I talked about, and wrote it all out, and it was almost like now, what I would, what I would equate that to was like an ask. I was willing to ask for what I desired. I was also willing to receive more than what I asked for, because a lot of things, you know, there was this energy of, um, that, that, that shocked me. That surprised me. Like that was even greater than I could ask for. And I remember in writing that list that one of the things that I wrote down was I wanted to be able to see a body of water. Now in, in the area that we live, there's not a ton of lakes. And if you've listened to my show, you know, I've been looking for a lakerage. Um, and, and so that was one thing back in 2004 that I put on my list. And I actually then went and scratched it off because I did the conclusion of that's not possible here. Like that's just not possible here. 
there, I have been, oh, the other thing that at that time we required to be quite close to the town of Vermilion because hubby worked there and needed to go into his work sometimes three times a day. So we had a kind of chose to not be any more than 10 minutes from Vermilion. So I'd kind of felt like I'd been everywhere around Vermilion within a 10 minute drive and there was no body of water. So if I put it on my list, I was really just tripping myself up. And then probably the next day I went, hmm, you know what? I'm just going to put it on my list. If we don't get it, that's fine. But I'm just going to put it on my list. And so I did, along with, I don't remember, 20, 30 other things that, that were at that time really something we desired. And within a very short period of time of me making that list, we got a phone call. It was this place, you know, this place uh, she found out was on sale or going to be listed. And, uh, and hubby just got so excited because he'd been out here before. He'd helped them set up a tent for a wedding. And he was just like over the moon excited. And, and I, you know, I was getting excited in his excitement, knowing he knew what we were looking for, but also kind of, you know, hmm, is he thinking about some of the things I was asking for? Or is it just, you know, certain things he really wanted? And when we drove out here, we, there's, you can drive through the, the driveway in a sense. And he took the one way in. And as we drove into the, the driveway, you could see between two apple trees right beside the house that there was this huge body of water down at the bottom of the hill. And that was it. I knew from that moment that that was our house. Like I knew this, this baby was ours and whatever it was going to take. And so, you know, when I was trying to make the first acreage that we looked at last week or whenever we looked at it fit, I was then reminding myself when I finally came to the, you know, the awareness that that's what I was doing, I was reminding myself, you know, I would have told myself this acreage was impossible. Like I would have told you this couldn't have been created. So, and, and we did, we, we actualized it. So what's the value now of not choosing that? Like, interesting that I would have to settle now when I've been a magnificent creator, (laughs) like interesting. And so that really assisted me too, because I started looking at that of like all the things that I have created. And and this acreage was, you know, it just, it just fits because we're looking at acreages and, and that it was so far beyond what I never imagined possible. So everything that you're settling for On three, will you destroy and uncreate it all and return it to center with consciousness? One, two, three, 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 one, two, three. So then the other pieces with, with the dichotomous is we as infinite beings are acoustic which means we're, we're functioning as an acoustic wave. And the best way that I can uh, energetically explain that is like a wave. Like there's no separation, there's no start or end. It's just an acoustic wave, like a, uh, I'm using my hands so you can't really see, but um, imagine it's just like a wave. It's just like this gentle wave. And us, when we're choosing to be the infinite being we truly be, we are that wave, this gentle wave with no ending, no beginning, just flowing, flowing, flowing. Now, what we do, though, to fit in is we take that acoustical wavelength and we start slicing it up into everything 
having to be good or bad, right or wrong, light or dark, which are all dichotomies. So then we start um, separating. We start, we start then having a, a beginning and an end. And it's insanity, <laughs> absolutely insanity. So everything that is, we just start and create all times a godzillion. <sighs> right, wrong, good, bad, online, pot, pot, shorts, boys, and beyonds. So digital ta- digita- digitized universe, it's like where we have all of these little pixelations of if you know what pixelations are there, if you've ever, like, maybe your computer was having problems and it looked like little squares where there should be a picture or an image, that's a, that's a pixelization. So then we basically have all of these little separations. And, and then we have to go back far enough to see the actual picture. So how far back from your own reality do you have to be to see the pixelizations that digitalize what you think is real and true? Everything that is, we just start and create all times a godzillion. Right, wrong, good, bad, online, pop, pop, shorts, boys, and beyonds. And when you're doing digitizations, you're not in touch with reality and you're trying to get it perfect. Yeah, so everywhere that you've been choosing perfection over creation. Will you destroy and uncreate it all? Right, wrong, good, bad, online, pipoc, shorts, boys, and beyonds. And consciousness can't be digitized. So the more digitization you're doing, the more not consciousness you're doing. <laughs> Everything that is, will you destroy and uncreate all times a godzillion? Right, wrong, good, bad, online, pipoc, shorts, boys, and beyonds. And then digitized reality is where you're trying to adjust so you can get the picture that you want it to be rather than looking at what reality is. So that's what I was doing with that house. It's like, okay, so how can I, how can I make it be what I want it to be? How can I fit that into my, how, into my, um, what I desire rather than looking at what is. So it's like, okay, sure. Well, you know what? We could set up a, a laundry schedule. I mean, we never actually said that, but I'm kind of using an extreme, but, but even the thought of trying to move it, like it's still trying to make something work then what is actually, what, what is this? You know, what else is possible? Like, that could have been a simple question, walking around that house going, hmm, this is great, and what else is possible? And what else is possible? Instead of, like, trying to make it work, which I, I've all, I just use the word settle. Like, that's the energy it feels to me. It's like trying to settle for something that obviously doesn't work. And sometimes it's not that obvious regardless, if we were willing to be the infinite awareness that we truly be, we would actually know it doesn't work and then just go straight into, hey, what else is possible here that I've never even considered? But it's when we're really stuck on the, like, I mean, all of the stuff I just talked about. And also when the other piece for me is really when it's like, oh, I want this and I want it right now. So I'm going to make this work. It's just kind of this, um, kind of like a push energy um, and, and a lot of expectations and a lot of decisions and judgments, all of those things. So all of the DJCCs, pissers and RJs that you have about your asks or about what you'd like to ask for, will you destroy and uncreate them all, return to sender with consciousness? Right, wrong, good, battle, nine, pop, pop, shorts, boys, meons. And we are now got to run to break. So we will be right back. Close your eyes. 
Imagine being free of everything that limits you. What would it feel like to live from this space every day? During an infinite possibility session with Glenice, you will clear energy blocks and limitations from every area of your life so you can live beyond your wildest dreams. Sessions can be done in person, over the phone, or using Skype. Find out more online at www.glenice.net. Find out about ongoing classes and workshops as well. And read Glenice's blog. That's www.glenice.net. G-L-E-N-Y-C-E.net. Did you know that Glenice travels the world facilitating classes, possibilities, and awesomeness? She does. From Ireland to England, across Europe to the Netherlands, and from Guatemala to Nicaragua to Mexico, and her center of possibilities in Lloydminster, Canada. There will be more places added, so find out if Glenice will be in your area. Be sure to check her schedule on www.glenice.net for more information about where Glenice will be visiting next. If you'd like Glenice to come to your area, contact her for the possibilities. www.glenice.net. You're listening to Living in the Magic of Possibilities with your host, Glenice Hughes. To find out more about Glenice and our program, please visit www.glenice.net. That's G L E N Y C E.net. Now back to Living in the Magic of Possibilities. Welcome back, everybody. So, we are talking about can you really? have it all. And all of the the kind of the newer stuff that's come out in access around relational digitizations and dichotomies and all sorts of things. And don't worry if it's not really making sense to you right now. Um, Just be with it. You know, sometimes I find that with, with that, I mean, in anything, of course, access and anything, is that sometimes it just takes a little while. And the more that we try to figure it out, or push to understand it, the more that's actually distracting us from from receiving it. So just be with it. If it's like really confusing you, don't worry about it. Just be with it. Just be present with it and, and keep using the tools that you are familiar with. You don't have to change it to these new wordings. Just just be with it. And, and that will probably assist you to really receive it and then at some point use it or be more aware of where to use it. So the other part of this is relational digitizations, which is where we try to create a picture in our mind, like a visualization of what we would like. And there's nothing wrong with that. (laughs) And a lot of times visualization is where we've digitized things so that we can create a picture out of something that isn't a picture. So we do relational digitization in order to make the picture fit the picture that you decided you have to have, right? Like it's the same again as that house. It's like, okay, well, my picture in my head is this really big, beautiful space for my office. So when we walk into the loft, there's that big, beautiful space for my office. Now, it doesn't have the floor to ceiling windows that I asked for, or not necessarily. Well, yes, I guess I asked for it, but was aware that would really light me and my body up to play in my business in a space like that. And um, and it has the laundry room there. But because it matches the picture in my head, I'm trying to make it fit or was trying to make it fit. I'm so grateful that I finally got over that. Um, And again, it took a while. Like I would say maybe even five days, six days. Like it was really interesting 
and it was almost like I was aware of it, but I maybe wasn't totally aware of it. Like, I, yeah, anyway, it doesn't really matter. But that sort of an energy of trying to make it fit what you've decided it should look like. And, and that's where in access so many times people mistake the wording with look instead of be like the the question that I use all the time what would the planet be like in five years if I choose blank what would the planet be like in five years if I don't choose blank and a lot of times people say what would the planet look like in five years if I choose blank and what would the planet look like in five years if I don't choose blank because that's what they're operating off of is the relational digitizations and not to say that I don't because we know I do I just told you a very clear example Um, and and there's so many other places that I'm just becoming even more aware of where I've been operating from that picture in my head now prior to using the tools of access and, and really getting what, what infinite awareness is, I was uh, a medium, which means I talked to dead people. I did psychic stuff for some people. I didn't do it a lot because I didn't love it um, because I was so aware <laughs> that there were billions of possibilities and that I was only aware of one of them. And then what would happen is if that person didn't like that, then they would make me wrong for it. And then I took it because I had to be wrong because I was always wrong, you know, so all that crazy. So I did that. And my strongest psychic sense back then was clairvoyance, which is psychic seeing. So my, my seeing is very clear. And it wasn't until I started access that I realized that that was actually a limitation, because what I was seeing then, I would do this. I would relationally digitize to match that seeing when maybe that was what would create more, but there was no question. There was no, wow, this, yum. And what else is possible? Because it didn't, what else is possible didn't match my relational digitizations. So relational digitizations create distance between you and everyone and everything. A relationship is the distance between two objects. When you relationally digitize something, it's the way you create distance between you and all possibility. Let me say that again. (laughs) When you relationally digitize something, it's the way you create distance between you and all possibility. Everything that is and everywhere you have done that in any lifetime, space, dimension, reality, universe, will you revoke, recount, rescind, renounce, denounce, reclaim, destroy, and uncreate it all? Right, wrong, good, bad, online, pipox, shorts, boys, and beyonds. And with relational digitizations, you create meaning for everything based on a picture. Everything that is, we destroy and uncreate all times a godzillion. Right, wrong, good, bad, online, pot, pot, shorts, boys, and beyonds. And what's a really cool, simple clearing that you can do is how many relational digitizations am I using to create the problems with blank I am choosing? Everything that is, I destroy and uncreate it all. Right, wrong, good, bad, online, pot, pot, shorts, boys, and beyonds. So how many relational digitizations are you using to create the problems with money you are choosing? everything that is, we destroy and uncreate all times a godzillion, right, wrong, good, bad, online, pot, pot, shorts, boys, and beyonds. How many relational digitizations are you using to create the problems with your body you are choosing? Everything that is, we destroy and uncreate all times a godzillion, right, wrong, good, bad, online, pot, pot, shorts, boys, and beyonds. How many relational digitations are you using to create the problems with your family you are choosing? Everything that is, we destroy and uncreate all times a godzillion. 
right? Wrong, good, bad, online, pipoc, shorts, boys, and beyonds. How many relational digitizations are you using to create the problems with the business you are choosing? Everything that is, we destroy and create all times a godzillion. Right, wrong, good, bad, online, pipoc, shorts, boys, and beyonds. How many relational digitizations are you using to create the problems with finding the acreage that lights you up you are choosing? Everything that is, we destroy and create all times a godzillion. Right, wrong, good, bad, online, pipoc, shorts, boys, and beyonds. And another one from the new manual. How many relational digitizations are you using to create the limited life and living you are choosing? Oh, everything that is, we destroy and create all times a godzillion. Right, wrong, good, battle, nine, putt, puck, shorts, boys, and beyonds. Yeah, like it's such a different energy when you just be you as the infinite being, the acoustical wave you truly be, with a space of infinite possibilities. Like not having to make anything fit. Because what if you don't have to make anything fit? Like what if, what if we can create everything? What if we can have it all? Yeah, everything that is, we destroy and uncreate all times a godzillion. Right, wrong, good, bad, online, putt, shorts, boys, beyonds. How many relational digitizations are you using to ensure you never have it all you are choosing? Everything that is, we destroy and uncreate all times a godzillion. Right, wrong, good, bad, online, putt, shorts, boys, and beyonds. Like all of those pictures in your head, are they possibilities? Do they invite you to more? Or are they conclusions based on other people's stuff? Yeah, everything that is, we destroy and uncreate all times a godzillion. Right, wrong, good, bad, online, putt, puck, shorts, boys, and beyonds. This morning I watched a video from Jeff Walker, and he does um, uh, product launch formula. P P F L P L F I guess, uh, and I'm I'm part of the program, and it's I really really enjoy him. I enjoy his videos. He's got short videos. Uh, I don't always watch them, but just the ones that really light up. And today's did, and he was talking about how he was at a recent mastermind with a bunch of other people doing business similar businesses similar to his, and he met some people who actually are running a billion dollar business. Uh, and it's like his, and his is in the millions for sure, but, um, and he never said, but, you know, maybe, I don't know, I have no clue, but 10, 15 million, maybe, maybe it's five, I don't know. So he's, you know, he was really inspired by meeting them, uh, because they're basically showing him another possibility. And what I loved most about the video is he showed us a trick. So on your iPhone, maybe Samsung, I don't know, uh, but on your iPhone, if it's, um, the, I don't know what that's called, vertical, like the regular way you would use it if you're going to talk on it that way. Um, if it's that way, you can't even put enough, um, like it only goes up to $100 million, like putting, if you want to type it into the calculator, it only goes up to $100 million. But if you turn it to the side, then you can add another zero to, to be a billion. And I was like watching the video and, and I actually posted in the business creation uh, club that I've got right now. I posted in there, uh, I just wanted to bring it up for, uh, what was the wording I used? So, what, what is as simple as turning a phone sideways for us that if we acknowledged it and beat it would actualize as more money than we never imagined possible? 
Yeah, everything that brings up lead to start and uncreate it all. Right, wrong, good, bad, online, put, puck, shorts, boys, and beyonds. And how many relational digitizations are we using to ensure we never turn the phone sideways? <laughs> everything that is, well, you just start and create it all. Right, wrong, good, bad, online, put, puck, shorts, boys, and beyonds. Like, really, it, it just, there was such a, I, I'm going to say like a symbology. I don't know, that's, a, that's even a word. In that, like, how many times do we not turn the phone sideways? So we limit ourselves to whatever whatever's in front of us. We limit ourselves to the in, the, the visions in our head. And, and, the, and Jeff's vi- um, video was also a great example of that because he'd never considered, at least what he said in the video, he'd never even considered a billion-dollar business until somebody else showed him it was possible. Now, possibly, and I'm not going to speak for Jeff because I'm not talking with him right now to, to have his awareness, but possibly, and I, you know what, I'll use myself, I've never considered a billion dollar business either. Ever has it crossed my mind going, gee, what energy, space, and consciousness can my body and I and the business be to be a billion dollar business in 2017? Uh, as if by magic, anything that doesn't allow that, I'm going to just try and uncreate it. Right, wrong, good, bad, online, pop, pop, shorts, boys, beyonds. I never have once done that. And that's relational digitizations because it doesn't match the picture in my head because the picture in my head, when I hear billion dollar business, I see like Google or Apple or (laughs) Facebook, you know, where you have tons of staff and you have tons of um, bricks and mortar, if that's what it's called, but like tons of people and tons of businesses and offices and all like all the stuff that I think, oh dear God, no. And yet, if I went to, well, what else is possible that I've never considered? That's a whole different energy than it's not even in my realm of possibility. That's relational digitizations. So all of the relational digitizations that you're using to ensure that your money flow is where it's at right now and never gets any bigger, <laughs> will you destroy and uncreate all that? Return it to sender with consciousness? Right, wrong, good, battle, nine, pot, pock, shorts, boys, meons. And there's so many other things that, that Jeff says in the video. If you just search him, um, Jeff Walker, uh, actually it's jeffwalker.com, and then he's got a weekly video, and this one is called um, Lessons Learned from a Billion Dollar Company. And it really, you know, there's so much in it, and it just really, you know, got me looking at, like, what if we just turned the phone sideways? Like, I wonder what that would be like. And, and usually it is that simple, like whether f- turning the phone sideways is just clearing some points of view or turning the fo- phone sideways is just choosing something different than we've ever chose before. But it, it's so much more ease than it has to be, right? If you say, okay, so Glenice, uh, to have a billion dollar company in 2017, what do you have to do, right? And then we go into the hows, we go into the figuring it out, which is really a huge distraction. That's why a lot of people, when they have that really strong conclusion and decision and judgment about what they can uh, actualize in a year in their business, it doesn't actually actualize because it's not a possibility. It's a conclusion and a judgment. And then at least in my experience, then a lot of times I just use that against me. It's like, oh, well, I chose that and I took those steps and it didn't work, so I can't do it. Like, you know, all of that crazy. So everything that brings up for you, we destroy and uncreate it all, return to sender with consciousness, right, wrong, good, bad, online, pot, pot, shorts, boys and beyonds. And how many relational digitizations are you using to ensure 
the business never actualizes in the way that it's asking to actualize on the planet. Yeah, everything that is, will you destroy and uncreate all times a godzillion? Right, wrong, good, bad, online, pot, pock, shorts, boys, beyonds. And so that's, um, that's a term that I use, the business, as opposed to your business or my business, because that is an ownership that's making it me, let's if I call it my business, it's making it mine, which means it actually has power over me and I become its puppet, really. Whereas it's the business. So if the business decided to be different tomorrow or go away tomorrow or be sold tomorrow, then I can actually be in awareness with that. And it doesn't mean anything in my life has to change because my business is where it's mine. And if it goes away, then I'm done. Whereas the business means it's the business. And if it goes away, I still continue to create like I create. Might be in a totally different business or in a totally different way, but it's not going to change what I create or how I create. Yeah, so everything that brings up lead us to and uncreate all times a godzillion, right, wrong, good, bad, online, putt, puck, shorts, boys, meons, and all of the ways that you have ensured that you don't create the way that the business is asking. Will you destroy and uncreate all times a godzillion? Right, wrong, good, battle, nine, pot, pot, shorts, boys, and beyonds. And how many relational digitizations are you using to create the either or reality are you choosing? Everything that is, will you destroy and uncreate all times a godzillion? Right, wrong, good, battle, nine, pot, pot, shorts, boys, and beyonds. And how many relational digitizations are you using to ensure you never be the question of what else is possible you are choosing? Everything that is, we destroy and uncreate all times a godzillion, right, wrong, good, battle, nine, pot, pot, shorts, boys, and beyonds. And that really is, I mean, we talk about asking questions all the time in Access, but what we're truly looking at is being the question. Like being the question of what else is possible just being it. So when you walk into a hotel room, yes, of course, asking, can I have an upgrade is cool too, but you be the energy of what else is possible so much. You be the question of it so much that when you're in front of the person checking you in, they are not cognitively, but energetically aware of that energy. And suddenly there's an upgrade for you. And even if they aren't aware of it, the computer will be it for you because you be the energy of what else is possible. Now, for me, being the energy of a question does actually start with me choosing to ask the question. <laughs> so it's not so much about just, you know, energetically expecting people to get it and also just hearing about being the question, at least for me, wasn't it. It really came from me being willing to ask it out loud and to me um, and to the universe over and over and over to be the energy of it. And I will still ask it a lot. Like there's not, it's not like, oh, I don't have to do that anymore. But it does certainly assist you to be the energy of it more than ever before. Yeah, cool. All right, we are off to break and we'll be right back. Close your eyes. Imagine being free of everything that limits you. What would it feel like to live from this space every day? 
During an infinite possibility session with Glenise, you will clear energy blocks and limitations from every area of your life so you can live beyond your wildest dreams. Sessions can be done in person, over the phone, or using Skype. Find out more online at www.glenise.net. Find out about ongoing classes and workshops as well. And read Glenise's blog. That's www.glenise.net. G-L-E-N-Y-C-E dot net. Did you know that Glenise travels the world facilitating classes, possibilities, and awesomeness? She does. From Ireland to England, across Europe to the Netherlands, and from Guatemala to Nicaragua to Mexico, and her center of possibilities in Lloydminster, Canada. There will be more places added, so find out if Glenise will be in your area. Be sure to check her schedule on www.glenise.net for more information about where Glenise will be visiting next. If you'd like Glenise to come to your area, contact her for the possibilities. www.glenise.net. You're listening to Living in the Magic of Possibilities with your host, Glenise Hughes. To find out more about Glenise and our program, please visit www.glenise.net. That's G L E N Y C E.net. Now back to Living in the Magic of Possibilities. Welcome back, everybody. So, we're talking all about can you have it all? Like, really, I, I, it's, it's been such an interesting journey with this new stuff from Access and then looking at acreages and really, really acknowledging what I was choosing to do with, with that first one. <clears throat> and then there came another one. <laughs> so we've actually looked at three, I guess. Gosh, why do, it doesn't, I guess it doesn't matter because I don't remember. Um, <clears throat> no. One, two, and then three. So five in total we have looked at. And so the first one I've already spoke about. The the second one we knew right away that it wouldn't work. Oh, yes, that's right. It's actually kind of in, it's the only one we didn't look at Google Earth so that we could have seen, it would have saved us the drive uh, to see that there's neighbors like literally right next door. And so the house actually really would have worked for what we were looking for. And then I went and stepped outside on the back deck and just like, oh, this is beautiful because it was very beautiful. And the people next door were in their back deck and I could hear them talking. And it was like, wow, you know, I am willing to receive from everything. I'm so much more, well, you know what, I'm so much more willing to receive from everything than I ever have been before. And I prefer not to have that. And so, you know, because I I was looking at that, I was like, do I have a point of view here? Am I limiting what's possible with that point of view? And it was like, no, it's actually a preference. I can have neighbors because I do it all the time when I travel, whether I'm in hotels or Airbnbs or whatever, they're pretty much 98% of the time we're in a city of some sort. So I absolutely can do it. And I love the space of a home like we have here with no neighbors where, you know, we can do anything in the yard. Nobody would ever know what we were doing unless they, of course, came into the yard. So that's a preference. And that preference really works for me. And it really lights my body up. So as soon as I stepped outside, it was like, yeah, you know what? There's not enough trees between to to have that be work for me. And so we went, you know, we knew that right away. And didn't try to make that one fit. And then uh, we looked at three on Friday, just just the other day. 
And the first one, we pretty much knew by the time we got there, it was a no because it was quite a ways farther out than we thought it would be. And what I know is also a preference. I, I mean, if it may change, but right now, uh, to be on the east side of Edmonton really lights me up in terms of getting to see my family because that is you know, just closer to them. So right now we only live an hour and a half from them, from most of them. And so moving two hours is, you know, so that's three and a half hours, that's still fine. And to go an hour the other side, you know, kind of half an hour through the city and then a half an hour on the other side, that's now becoming four and a half hours. And that just isn't as as yummy for me. So we kind of knew by the time we got out there, that's not really. And it was so interesting because the house would have worked the yard would have worked. I mean, talk about private. It was private. And there was a main road, like far enough, we were far enough from it, except you could hear it like it was literally right beside you. It was so interesting because as soon as we stepped out and went, oh my gosh. And right now in, in Alberta, there's trees, there's leaves on the trees. So that is the actual noise. Whereas in the winter, you, without the leaves, you'd hear it a lot louder. So I was like, holy doodles. So we kind of knew right away that wasn't it. And then there was two more to go look at. And and I was, from the pictures, I was pretty sure the one wasn't going to work for us, but hubby really wanted to see it. So I was like, hey, I'm, I'm open to that. And then, <laughs> then there was what I call the pool house. <laughs> It actually has a ginormous indoor pool with hot tub. And oh my gosh, there is so much. Actually, I think everything that I love about this house, I'm not sure that there's anything that doesn't work for me or that we would have to do work on. Well, I guess the only thing is the the uh, workshop that hubby is, you know, he's having, uh, isn't insulated and he would put a second floor on it. So there's a little bit of work that way, but otherwise... The house is, oh my gosh, and it's got a pool. And I've never really thought, hey, I'd sure like a pool. Um, And wow, it's so yummy. So I've been doing a lot of like the relational digitizations and all of that stuff too. I've also been looking at it from this really interesting perspective because there is this energy of like, it's too much. Like, it's too much. It's huge. I don't even know how many square feet, but it has seven bedrooms, five bathrooms, and this pool room with the jacuzzi and everything, it's 1,500 square feet. Like, on top of the house, or not, I don't mean it's on top, but like, along with the size of this ginormous house, here's this ginormous pool. And so there is this energy of it's too much. And and at one point, Hubby's like, oh, don't you think this is too much? Like, too much, like, what would it cost to run it? And, like, it's it's a little bit over our budget in our uh, for our mortgage and all of this stuff. And it was like, and I agreed with him. Like, I did. Like, it, it is, it, it does seem like too much. And yet, I was like, afterwards, when I was kind of just being with that energy, I was like, but you know what? In this reality, I'm too much. Like... <laughs> In a sense, the house matches me because I am too much, and I'm I'm totally okay with that. Um, you know, like and and it's it's just such a different invitation, and it's not that I'm saying that it's definitely this house, and I'm we're definitely not saying it's not this house. It's just like, it's it's just following the awareness with it because my awareness was it was just listed, um, I think two days before we saw it. So it was like, yeah, we're not even going to put an offer in yet. Uh, we were, we leave on, well, we leave this week, 
and are gone for a few weeks. So when we come back, we'll actually go through the house and look at each room and go, will this work? Not how can I make this work, but truthfully, will it work? Because again, even if let's say the pool was something I'd been looking for, and in Alberta, that is very rare. Like it is very rare to have an indoor pool. Um, It's even more rare to have an outdoor pool because most months you can't use it. Uh, And so what I know is that if there's pieces and parts of it that won't work, then there actually will be possible to find a place that would. And, and I, you know, I use the word find, but I also wonder, like, create a place, right? Like, because we're, we're creators. So we're actually just create a place. Maybe it's already been there for 10 years, who knows? But that's what's, you know, and that's so different now, that willingness. Like, if that would have been the first house we looked at, we probably would have rushed in with an offer. And, and not that that's wrong, but it's really from, hey, will this work? Like walking through each room and say, here's what we would do here. Will this work? And one of the things that having I absolutely love about this place is when you sit in the living room, the way we've got the furniture set up is you can look out the window out to that body of water. And, and because we're on a hill, you like the view just goes for miles and miles and miles. And, and so it's like, okay, I would like to sit looking out whatever window we would look out. Will this work? Right? Like, and not that we have to copy it. I don't mean that. We're not doing it from it has to be everything this place is because I'm willing to, for it to be so much more. And will this work? All right. So I would like to invite you to some awesomeness that I've got coming up around the world. So June 1st, Las Vegas, baby, is Foundation, which is four days. Then June 8th, in Swift Current, Saskatchewan is Foundation. June 13th is in Humboldt, Saskatchewan Foundation. And November 2nd is a Foundation in London, England. And then November 24th is Foundation in Calgary, Alberta. And hey, who knows, there may even be more put on my schedule because, man, this new manual is rocking. How does it get any better than that? And we also have some other classes. August 26th and 27th is Beyond Awesomeness in Saskatoon, Saskatchewan. And you can live stream it, which means you can watch it from home. And then October 27th in the evening and 28th and 29th all day is brand new specialty class embodying wealth and opulence in Vienna Austria it will also be live streamed and it will also be translated into German and Hungarian yeah and then in Maui in January details are to come yet they're not set uh, just yet. And then you can, I'm getting lots of messages. Can I still join Business Creation Club? You can. And if it is in your radar and you would like to do so before June 1st, because the price is going up, and I mean way up, this relational digitization stuff has changed everything, including how I be in business. How does it get any better than that? Thing that um, Sweet Tanya talked about when I was talking to them about when they found an acreage and stuff and she was sharing the the journey for different places that they looked at and owned previously and all of that it was such a gift because she said um that Jason had uh you know, there was a place that they bought and he just never, never loved it. There was always a, an energy of, ugh, you know, frustration with it. And it was such a gift because then I was I've been willing to be so much more aware of that for both 
hubby and I? Like, will there be one of us settling so the other one is happy? Because that will not work for either of us. You know, if I settle, I'm just going to get cranky at little things. If he settles, it will, you know, I'll just kind of, in a sense, never hear the end of it. So it's like, it's really, for me, I'm willing to be so much more aware of what will work for both of us, what will really light both of us up. And and I was, again, so grateful for, for sweet Tanya and sweet Jason's willingness to share that because it's like, wow, that I may not have considered. And yet, of course, of course, right? So it's like looking at that and being aware of, you know, what, il- what else is possible? And if you are co-creating something with someone, you know, how, how do you have it all with them? And then to me, it's just the willingness to, to know you can, right? Like, it's not like I have to, the only way to have a beautiful house is not have a workshop for hubby. I totally could have that point of view, but guess what? That's what I'm going to create. And then that's when the resentment, because he, his desire to have a beautiful house, he doesn't want a not beautiful house, but that's not relevant to him. What's relevant is a space that he can go and have his stuff in and be out of the way if I'm, you know, doing something, having a class or whatever, like, that's really important to him. So what if we can both have it all? Like, what if neither of us has to settle for the other person to receive what they would like? Everything that brings up, we destroy and uncreate all times a godzillion. Right, wrong, good, bad, online, pot, pot, shorts, boys, meons. And how many relational uh, digitizations are you using to create the always giving in you are choosing? Everything that is, we destroy and uncreate all times a godzillion. Right, wrong, good, bad, online, pot, pot, shorts, boys, and beyonds. Yeah, because this is the thing with the pool house is there's so many more possibilities I see for the business. Like the whole basement floor could easily be just set up and stay as business space where, you know, whether it's bar swaps or, or foundation classes or any of my specialty classes or like all of that sort of stuff that can be done with so much more ease. Plus, when we were looking at the house in Florida, and you guys might have heard me talk about this or saw the pictures on Facebook, we went and saw a mansion on the beach in Florida just just to be the energy, just to get a sense of it. It was a dream, and, and my sweet friend Cynthia uh, helped me make it happen, and it was such a gift. And I have made so many changes based on that, like really looking at, okay, what's it going to take? May not be that one. That's irrelevant, but it'll be one. And and it won't be an all-year home. That that I'm very aware of, that, that we do require an Alberta base, at least now for now. And, uh, and so as we were walking through that mansion, I had this awareness of the possibilities that I could um, create with the business because it's in Florida, because it has rooms with their own kitchens, not kitchen, like full kitchen, but you know, where they can make coffees and teas and have snacks and like they have their own space and their own bathroom and it's gorgeous and they've got a pool to swim in and like all of it. And it was just, I was having this daydream of, um, like these VIP days and like just this stuff that could be created. And my business was just so excited with me about that. And as we're walking through this pool house, it's like, oh my gosh, with the basement having three bedrooms and two bathrooms and this huge uh, bar area, which is easily a kitchen or, you know, not again, doesn't have a stove, but like it's, it's enough of a kitchen. Like, and then we've got the pool and jacuzzi those VIP days become a real reality again. 
And it's like, wow. And of course, you can have VIP days, you know, elsewhere too. Of course, you don't have to have them. But it was just like, that's interesting that that energy is there again. And I wonder, like, I really just wonder. And, and really looking at if it doesn't sell before we get back. And if it does, we're totally cool with that. But if it doesn't, then going through and looking at it, will this work? Does this light me up? Will this create uh, beyond what we've never imagined possible? And, you know, at that point, I'm not even asking it today, but at that point, if we were and we walk through the house and it will work and it lights us up, then my question would be, you know, truth, would putting an offer of blank on this house today create my future or decay my future? And then I would just make my choice based on that because I'm out of the, I, I, I have to settle. Like I have to, because if it said, like if it said I was going to decay my future, I'm actually willing to hear that today compared to that very first house. And that was the other thing I didn't talk about. That first house was both light and heavy when I asked. So in the question, well, the, that question, um, or a, a, a similar question like that was, was asked. And I also asked, what would the planet be like in five years if we purchase this house? What would the planet be like in five years if we don't purchase this house? And it was both light and heavy. And I get that now because I had the point of view then that I couldn't have it all, that guess what? I didn't have it all. I had to have, not had to, no, that's not the word. Um, I could choose it based on the point of view that I couldn't have it all, that I actually had to settle to get what I desired. And so this is where your awareness, what, what I would have told you was my awareness was actually not awareness. It was more about matching the judgments that I had, matching the energy that I had to settle for less than what I truly desired. And again, I mean, you guys have probably heard me say it a million times, but that's why distorting and creating all the decisions, judgments, conclusions, computations, projections, rejections, expectations, separations, and refined judgments that you have about something over and over and over will actually give you the infinite awareness that you're probably not gifting yourself based on that. That's why a lot of times people will say, well, I asked and it was light and then it didn't work. And, and sometimes it's just because they, they decided it should look a certain way. But also it can be because the awareness was more matching what their point of view was, not on what it would actually create. Yeah, everything that is, we destroyed and created all, return to sender with consciousness. Right, wrong, good, bad, online, papak, shorts, boys, and beyonds. So what energy, space, and consciousness can you and your body be to physically actualize an unreal, unbelievable, fantastic, phenomenal, unfathomable, magical, miraculous reality, totally beyond this reality, with total ease? Anything that doesn't allow that to show up as if by magic, we destroy and create it all. Right, wrong, good, bad, all nine, potpock, shorts, boys, and beyonds. Yeah, and I really wonder what's possible beyond these relational digitizations. Like, I really, really, really wonder. Yeah, I wonder. I wonder what's beyond all of this. I wonder what it would be like to be so aware of every choice that's possible and so aware of what it would create to choose the choices. Yeah, anything that doesn't allow that way to start and create it all. Right, wrong, good, bad, online, pop, pop, shorts, boys, meons. Have a wonderful week, sweet friends, and I look forward to talking to you next week.
Thank you again for joining us. Living in the Magic of Possibilities can be heard every Thursday at 6 p.m. Eastern Time, 3 p.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Please join Glenise Hughes for another edition of our program next week. Thank you.